Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Earth Smack the Mad Scientist. And King Malice. And this is a new episode of the Orange Phoenix Podcast. King, how has things been? I know it's been a crazy couple of weeks for you, so just tell listeners what you've been up to. Honestly, it has been really crazy. And like the past few days, my allergies have been really bad, which is why I may sound a bit weird and you might hear me sniffle here and there. But um, I actually went and saw The Incredibles 2 movie last night, which was absolutely amazing. And um, I did. Uh, I had a guest over. It was Mac, Tiny Grapes. We hung out a little bit. We were discussing some cost plans for the future and some possible and some stuff we'd like to collab with in the future. And I've also been working on getting these two blogs done, which I'm super excited about. Awesome. So uh, did you go, you did go to Florida, right, in the past couple of weeks? Oh, yeah, yeah, I did go to Florida. It was, it was really nice. The problem was, it was the rain. The rain was, so like, it'd come out of nowhere just pouring for, like, five minutes, and then all of a sudden it'd be sunny again, and I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> it was really really nice i enjoyed my time i enjoyed seeing my family it was just it was a good little getaway awesome and you know i think our lives is kind of parallel because to our listeners if i sound weird then i having the same allergies that king malice has and i don't know what's going on for this summer because it's been kind of wonky it's been raining every single day and the sun will come out the humidity and I know it was a little bit worse for Kane than it was for us here in South Carolina, but it's been raining every day for the past couple of weeks. It was like a light drizzle here and there, and then all of a sudden, the sun comes out. And it's just one of those things. I don't know if it's a summer flu or something going around. We don't have the flu, but we just have allergies. But it's something It's something going around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, man, I, I just got stopped up like two days ago. I'm like, what is going on? Like, I shouldn't be stopped up. It's like, you know, crazy hot outside. It's not cold or anything like that. And, I, and maybe it's the AC I have running in the house. Because um, usually on my upstairs, I have the AC running upstairs. And then downstairs, I don't have AC running at all. And I might have the ceiling fan or something on. And if it gets really hot, then I actually turn the AC on. That just kind of like to keep the light bill down and all that good stuff. So, um, But over the past couple of days, I had both the upstairs and downstairs AC runner. So maybe that's what it is. Well, I think so too. And like the weather here is super weird. Like South Carolina and North Carolina weather is so unpredictable and it just, it'll be super hot one day. And honestly, there's, there's some days where it's been like, Oh, how could it be this windy or how could it be this cold? It's, it's unpredictable. I don't even, I don't even watch the news anymore. Like, or weather apps because it just, it's just wrong every time. Yes. Because I don't even trust it. I'm like, I had weather apps on my phone, and I just deleted it. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> I, I don't believe you at all. So I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just take it at what it is. I'm like, oh, it might rain today. It's cloudy outside, and oh, it didn't rain today, just because it was cloudy outside. So maybe not. So it's kind of like you got a 98 percent chance of rain, but it don't rain at all, and then vice versa. And I was like, man, what are y'all doing out here on the television? Like, where are you meteorologists? <laughs> So it's, it's crazy. So I know a lot of things and a lot of news have came down the turnpike. So um, can you enlighten the listeners on a little bit of news that you've heard recently, a little bit of rumblings over your trip? Um, I've definitely, I've been keeping up with like, I follow a bunch of like, you know, um, 
<clears throat> I follow a bunch of like I don't want uh, not really spoiler accounts, but they'll they'll post things here and there, and they won't really talk about the what's going on, but they'll just post the photo and like have a little fun caption. But I know recently the Tokyo Ghoul manga series just finished up, and the way it ended, a lot of fans are not happy whatsoever. It was kind of a it's kind of what they did with fairy tale. They didn't really think about it, or they probably did think about it, but it just wasn't what the readers were expecting or wanting. It was just summed up too quickly, or it was just thrown together too quickly. I personally haven't read the Tokyo Ghoul manga, but I heard it's way better, has way more detail. There's a lot more going on. I'm not really caught up on Tokyo Ghoul Re yet either, but I heard Kaneki has a new personality called Reaper that's going to be coming along. Sorry for the spoiler, but I heard that that's coming along, and I'm really interested to see it because this Reaper personality, Kaneki has already gone through, you know, first himself and, like, going through the fact that he's human and ghoul. Then he has the Kaneki personality, all white hair Kaneki. Then he has Heisei Sasaki. And then Reaper, that I'm just now finding about, is this whole new personality, and is apparently one of the best personalities from the opinions I've heard from other people. Um, besides Tokyo Ghoul, I've been keeping up with My Hero Academia. Everyone's super, super hyped for the movie. And I've noticed that Deku has um, this new contraption on his really bad arm that the doctors previously told him in the anime series that if you're not careful, you could end up losing all feeling in, feeling in your arms. And there's a contraption that I've seen in the new pictures from the movie that's not yet released here in America, but I think it's supposed to help him with his powers. Really? And it, it looks really cool. It honestly looks like a giant red gl- like glove and like an armored glove. Yeah. I've seen, um, I've actually been playing Detroit Become Human. It's an, a PS4 game that came out about androids and it's becoming super, super popular and I and I, I can see why. The storyline's amazing. It's one of those games that every choice you make matters. You can end up losing a character. You could end up changing the story completely. And it's one of those games that if you finish it, you can go back and play again because there's always a different outcome. There's always more to find out about. And I've I've been playing it with Mac these past few days. I've seen gameplays, but her and I have gotten far. We're not finished yet. And it, it is. It's absolutely amazing. And Detroit Become Human is blowing up. People absolutely love it. Not just because of the graphics, but the storyline is just it's it's so realistic and detailed and graphic. And the one of the first things the intro tells you is this is not just a video game. This is not just a story. This is our future. And it was just so interesting to see. So I definitely, if you haven't heard about Detroit Become Human, definitely, like, watch some gameplays. Check it out because it is absolutely amazing. I love it. Persona 5, I have I have the game. It came in the mail. I have yet to play it, though. So I'm going to be doing that. And I'll definitely do some blog writing on it whenever I do start getting into it more. And um, I can't really think of any other cool new stuff coming out. Well, I just heard some new news like in the past 48 hours or so because, uh, you know, Dragon Ball Super is like very, very popular and it just ended not too long ago. Not really ended, but just take a hiatus. And they showed a trailer of the movie that's coming out in December. And a lot of people speculating whether this villain or if it is a villain is uh, 
Yamoshi, the first Saiyan, or who who is it? And then they finally revealed who the villain is going to be, and it's actually Broly. And Ooh. so Broly is actually going to be canon now in the storylines of Dragon Ball because Broly is such a famous character, but it's not the Broly that we remember, like the berserker type. You know, he's got traditional Saiyan garbs on. It looks like he has a tail, and he has that green aura, and that's all we got. So it's, it's Dragon Ball Super Broly. That's, that's pretty much what it's called. So a lot of people are like super, super, super excited about, you know, the movie coming out in December. I know it's going to come out in select theaters. And I hope my Hero Academia movie come out in select theaters. I hope it comes out in, uh, at Sand Hills. Because usually anytime they have like an anime movie, mm-hmm. they actually have it in select theaters. And, and Sand Hills cinema in uh, Sand Hills Mall usually have those. So just a little tidbit for the listeners out there. If you haven't heard the news yet, yes, Dragon Ball Super villain is Ashley Broly. Not a Broly that we remember. Maybe this is a, a the way this Broly looks is way better than a Broly we all know. It's just it's almost like he is the first Saiyan. And you know, those of you that have finished the Dragon Ball Super spoiler alert, you know, wishes were made and all the universes that was, you know, destroyed or erased by Xenos actually got revived. So if you paid attention earlier in the show, Beerus said something about a Saiyan that had got like, you know, abilities, but that planet was destroyed. So maybe this is part of the resurrection. And now you get to see that Saiyan and that Saiyan is going up against Goku and Vegeta. Hopefully that won't make Vegeta look weak. Like they did in the movie. So um we'll see how that goes. I'm very excited about my hero academia though. Like I'm ready for the movie. And I foresaw it coming just off the success of my hero academia and, and how much of a, a following it, it garnered after the first season. Oh yeah. And I was like, man, I'm not shocked by this movie. And it's the first of many. I think it's like, you know, it's gonna be like maybe three movies. Mm, I, I I can see that, yeah. And especially because of how popular it is. And it's it's definitely one of those animes that people won't forget. And especially, like, when the newer generation comes and everything, it's going to be one of those animes where people are like, oh, but My Hero Academia was, like, the anime of this century we're currently in, you know? Like, how Dragon Ball Z is. And, like, the first thing people usually tell me all the time is you have to watch Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z is the anime of anime and all this other stuff. But I feel like with My Hero Academia and how much it's blown up, it's going to become one of, the, one of those things. It's going to become as big as Fairy Tale was and is and as big as Dragon Ball Z is and everything. So I, I feel a lot of like um, works coming out soon or like through time. Yeah, definitely. And you know what's funny? Uh, I was a little bit on a vacation last week. So I had like my five or six days off. And there was an anime that I was watching and I got off of it. Not because I didn't like it, but just other anime caught my attention. And and it was Hunter x Hunter. And I finally finished Hunter x Hunter. Uh, Have you seen Hunter x Hunter yet? Started it. I think we talked about it before about how I thought I was done. But it was only like I'm only like on the <laughs> I'm really part behind. I hadn't realized so many episodes. I thought it was just you know what they had on Netflix, 
But yeah, I, I, I know I've seen some of it, not all of it though. Okay, okay, nice. It has 148 episodes, and the ending I say to the anime is well worth it. And I feel like it's a little bit more complete. It, it's almost to the point it's leaving you wanting more because mm-hmm. and it has a lesson at the end of it. But the manga actually follows further than the anime, of course. And speaking of manga, I know you were saying about Tokyo Ghoul and the way it ended. Not a lot of people, you know, appreciate the ending. Mm-hmm. And I feel the same way about Bleach because when the manga ended for Bleach, I felt like the ending was rushed and it was kind of like predictable in a way. And Tight Kubo is a is a genius when it comes to Bleach. Because Bleach, you know, was the next big thing that mm-hmm. was out there. And just the way it ended, it's like, man, I, I did, really didn't want it to end this way. You know, I wanted more. Because, you know, usually at the end of an anime, especially if you enjoy the characters, and you kind of like laugh with the characters and went through different type of situations with those characters, you want to see what happens after, you know, they get that big victory. You know, the aftermath. You know, what happened with this character? What happened with that character? And this, that, and the third. And yeah, you, you did get that with Bleach to a certain level, but it felt so rushed that you didn't... It left a lot more questions than answers. And that made sense. So... Yeah. And I still have to finish Tokyo Ghoul. And I, it's so much anime to watch. And Darling in the Franks, I still got to finish that. Oh, me too. <laughs> so... um I mean, what have you been watching lately? It hasn't just been My Hero Academia and... Oh, no. Actually, I've been um, slacking a little bit because, as I said, I saw Incredibles 2 last night, which was absolutely amazing after waiting so long for it to come out. Um, I saw Ant-Man, the second one, but people can't get mad. I didn't watch the first one, so I was a bit confused on what was going on, but my family was like, hey, let's go do something, and they all watched the first Ant-Man. So I was like, oh, well, I can't really, you know, ruin the fun, so... I went ahead and just went with them. And it was a really, really good movie, except the the part where you stay after the credit was I angry. I know the guy five seats down for me was giving me some stares and he was not happy. Let's just say the movie tied in perfectly with Infinity Wars. And I was just. <sighs> oh, but, my gosh. Yeah, it tied in perfectly. It, it It's sticking to it's all sticking together. So I was not happy, but I was watching those. Um, I started No Game, No Life. And yeah. that one was one I put off for a little bit. And it was just like, you, oh, you need to watch it. You need to watch it. And I was just like, nah, I don't know. I'm not really, I don't know. And then um, I finally watched it, and it was super good. Like, I got really, really into it. And <clears throat> with that, I was, I was, I was really enjoying it. The characters, the art, the storyline was interesting. Um, I I started rewatching some old animes because I'm going to be cosplaying certain characters from it soon. And my biggest thing with cosplaying is if I'm going to, I'm going to become that character. I need to know the way the yeah, they the way they act, the way they portray themselves. Like it it all helps me with my posing or what expressions to have. So I've been watching like Kami-sama Kiss again, Yona of the Dawn. I've, I've been re-watching some of that. Um, Inu X Baku 
is not really a popular one, but it was one I remember starting a while ago, but never finishing it. It's super, super cute. Really, really good. Um, interesting storyline. Um, and I think, honestly, it's been, a, that's about it. I've been a little bit slacking in the anime department lately. Nah, don't feel bad. Now, speaking of Yona of the Dawn, I actually started watching that. Um, I watched like the first two episodes or so, and I really fell in love with it because it, it had that traditional Asian type culture feel to it. And I noticed some voices are the same. I mean, of course, I've seen it on Funimation, on the Funimation streaming service. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, this is this is really, really good. And usually something that you suggest is something that's really, really good. And and something actually came across my Facebook newsfeed, and it was uh, Hina Matsuri. Uh, it's about a girl. She got telekinetic abilities, and she falls onto the Yakuza member's head, pretty much, like, mm-hmm. and on top of his head. So they form a strange yet valuable partnership. So I heard it was pretty funny, and it was a pretty good show. So, And also, since you're going back to look at like older anime, the, uh, the older anime I'm watching now or trying to catch up on because I'm trying to split my time, is uh, Slayer's Revolution, and um, I wouldn't say this is an old, old one. I'll say this is only a few years old, but Mobile Suit Gundam uh, Iron-Blooded Orphans. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I don't know. Yeah, you. so you ever heard of that, Iron-Blooded Orphans? I don't think I have. Well, um, it came out like a few years ago, and it kind of reminds you of Darling and the Franks, in a way, because the gun huh. that is being used, it connects to your uh, to your spinal cord, so actually your blood, pretty much. So the more insane you are with the gun, the more valuable the gun would be to you. That's how that's huh. pretty much how it is, and it's two seasons of it. Usually with the Gundam series. You know, you have, you know, 26, 40, 40 something odd episodes. But lately, you know, the Gundam franchise had, you know, multiple seasons. And I know the least popular one is Gundam Seed. And a lot of people really didn't like that too well. But uh, Iron Blooded Orphans is really, really, really good. I'm trying to finish up Fairy Tale. Um, right, now oh, I'm on, yeah. <laughs> right now I'm on episode 258. And, I, and speaking of Fairy Tale, I heard rumors that they are actually going to complete it. So the last saga will be, you know, written and aired. Yeah, and I'm, I'm so scared on how they're gonna do it, and I'm, I'm not ready. I've been following fairy tale for so long, and like with my dad, it's like our thing. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't seen, I haven't even seen fairy tale dragon cry yet because we promised to watch it together. But he he lives a bit farther um from me, and I haven't been able to see him in a while. But that's like it's just I've been following along with fairy tale for so long and the characters and like um it's just so many memories and I just remember bawling my eyes out on the couch to the last episode of season eight and then I watched Fairy Tale Zero and I was like, Oh my god and then I found out season nine's coming out soon and it's the last season. I'm just I'm not ready for it to be over. So fairy tales like one of those ones that kind of like keeps you vested. Oh yeah. And it's a lot of episodes, but it's not a whole lot like One Piece. Like One Piece is something that you cannot watch consistently, even though it's really, really good. You got to take a break from it and come back. Take a break from it and come back. 
because it's so many episodes. I'm, I'm thinking it's like seven, eight hundred episodes, and, and still counting, and the manga is still going. So, with, with Fairy Tale, you know, you have a lot of episodes, but it, it keeps you vested long enough to like, hey, you know what? I want to know what happens. I want to finish this saga and then keep on going. So, considering the anime that you have seen, that you have watched in the past, like, if you had to pick a world to immerse yourself in, oh. <laughs> which one would it be? Well, first, I think we should establish the fact I personally believe I'm one of those underdog characters, but to a point where I never really <laughs> develop anything cool. So if I'm thrown into any, like, anime worldish kind of i feel like i wouldn't be a, a main character or someone cool i'd be like the side character <laughs> but if i really really had to pick i think oh god mm. honestly i'm really really stuck between fairy tale and my hero academia because fairy tale just seems like for as like you know has not being as developed in technology and everything, it being so taking place so long ago, it just looks so lively and fun and just exciting and adventurous. And then My Hero Academia is like that kind of, but in our newer generation full of technology and everything. So I, I really I think I'm gonna have to go with Fairy Tale. Yeah. Um if I had to make a choice, honestly I would pick, it's a tough one too, because it's a tough one between, you know, the Dragon Ball Z universe and the fairy tale universe. Because, like you said, like, it, it seems like the setting is so um, medieval like, but in the guild itself, it's like, it's so fun. Like, you, like you can't sleep at night because you want to go to the guild because you never know what's going to happen. You don't know who's going to get into a fight. You don't know, like, Connor gonna drink whoever Connor's gonna drink under the table, or whatever God Gio's gonna play on the on the guitar terribly. I might add. <laughs> <laughs> so you just don't know what's gonna happen in that world of fairy tale with the guild, and everybody is pretty much family. They're not related, but everyone looks out for the other person, and it's like no matter what walk of life you come from, if you come to the guild, you're gonna. Ten, nine times out of ten, you're going to be a member of that guild because it's pretty much a group of outcasts when you really think about it. Everybody had an issue. Everybody had a problem. You know, everybody was kind of like ousted from, you know, mm-hmm. the norms. But when it comes to fairy tale, it's, it's a totally different setting. Like, you know, a prime example of Mira Jane. You know, with her little backstory, her and, you know, Elfman and, you know, and, and uh, Lasana, you know, she comes to Fairytale, she dropped her brother and sister off, and she was like, you know, they're going to be happy, but, you know, the guild members actually came in and grabbed her, like, no, you're going to be a part of this family because we like you too. Mm-hmm. So, it, I, I, that's a tough one. That is a very tough one. But considering that I said all that about Fairy Tale, I'm gonna have to choose the Dragon Ball Z world because it just it stuff happens all the time. Like hanging with Master Roshi and you know hanging out at Capsule Corp. You don't really have you know if you got rich friends like that, and you also got a got a cool uh, grandpa like figure. 
like Master Roshi, he got an island to himself. You know, he got <laughs> he got a turtle for a best friend, and he just and then you got a flying cloud. I'm like, that's that's pretty cool. I, I could did that. So I would say the Dragon Ball Zero. Uh, that, that that's the world I would actually immerse myself in if I had to pick a world to actually live in. So. <laughs> No. Man, that was, that was, yeah, but um, as far as um, video game news out there, I know today's the 10th, so uh, I know PlayStation Plus had uh, a special sale. Like, those of you that do not have Call of Duty, Black Ops 3, they had it for free. So I hope you guys picked it up. So today's the 10th, so tomorrow the 11th is the actual deadline. So if you don't have Black Ops 3, you might want to get it while it's free because I know Black Ops 4 is coming out. So those of you that want to get Black Ops 4, y'all can kind of get yourself geared up for it. I wish I'd known that ahead of time. Otherwise, I wouldn't have bought Black Ops 3. I'm like, man, I could have got that for free. So just a little bit of uh, gaming news that's out there. Um, I know they did uh, Anime Expo over this past weekend. A good friend of mine, uh, Brittany Sherman, she actually was at this convention in Los Angeles, California, and it was crowded. Super, super, super crowded. But there was a lot of good premieres. Uh, there's a lot of good anime that's, that's coming down the turnpike. You got a uh, Goblin Slayer. I actually saw a trailer for that. Um, for Netflix, there's a new series out called Baki, uh, Grappler Baki, and that setting is going to be in a prison. So those of you that have seen Baki the Grappler, um, Grappler Baki is almost like a continuation of that if not a standalone. Because you notice in the trailer that some of the characters that are in Bakken the Grappler are in this series too. Um, and it's coming out this fall, so not a confirmed specific date as of yet, but Grappler Baki will be coming out pretty soon. And also there's a new anime that's out on Netflix called Fate. Uh, I think it's Fate Grand Order. Not Grand Order, I'm sorry. It, it escapes me right now, but uh, there's a new Fate uh, stage series that's out. That's coming after Fate Apocrypha. So those of you that have seen the Fate Apocrypha, there's a new Fate series out. It seems like the Fate Stay series is dropping like every every other month lately. Yeah. Like I- honestly, I've I've tried to get into the Fate series, but I've been told I started at the wrong ones. The only one I've seen or tried to watch was the newer one on Netflix before the one you're talking about now. Mm-hmm. And I was really confused on what was going on. And then that's when my friend told me, they're like, oh, no, 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 no. You need to go before that. And I was like, oh, there's more? Yeah. And <laughs> so I don't really know where to start, but it seems like something interesting to get into. Yeah. Um, S is fate lost encore. But I actually Googled it. Like the actual chronological order of uh, the Fate series. Like, there's actually one or two series that I wouldn't recommend watching because it's not that good. But there's a uh, Fate Stay Night. That's the first one. And then there's Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works. That's the second one. And then you have uh, Fate Zero. And there's there's one or two that you skip across. And but the Fate Stay Night and Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works. They kind of like run hand in hand because one's a prequel to the other. And Fate Zero, one character I will say that is that is very consistent in the show is Saber. Yes. Like she's very consistent in any other series, no matter which one you watch. So 
I would say Fate Stay Night is the first one. Fate Stay Night and Limited Blade Works. Uh, Fate Zero, and I will. I will. I also watch Fate Apocrypha on Netflix, which is basically different from the Fate Stay Night series because on Fate on the Fate Stay Night series, you have you have a certain amount of servants. I, I'm not sure if it's six or seven. If I got the number right or not, but with the handlers and the servants. They, you know, they're in the quest of getting the Holy Grail, but it got to be one left standing to get the Holy Grail. And these people that have control of the servants, they have these magic seals on their hand. So if they have to do a command or release their full power, it sacrifices one mm-hmm. of the seals on their hand. So the more seals that you have, the better off you'll be. So with that being said, with Fate Apocrypha, you take the number of servants that you have on this side, but you double that. So instead of um, they call it the Greater Grail War in Fate Apocrypha, where you have uh two different factions going against each other for this for the Greater Grail. So it's a different it's a different setting. But if you really pay attention to the servants and how uh and how how noble they are, because some are noble and some are just downright evil. Hmm. So if you look at the Fate Zero series and you look at Caster. Which is basically a magician, like he's pretty much downright evil, and his handler is a serial killer. So they basically huh. kind of like run themselves hand in hand. Huh. So, but I will say this: the Fate series have some of the most beautiful anime you can ever see. I don't know what their budget is. But it is it is very good. It's very fluid. It's not often that you see fluid anime like that. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I, the one I watched was very like the animation was really really interesting and it was very detailed and very clean and clear. And like from like the fighting scenes, even though I had no clue what was going on, I was I was just so drawn in by how well it just flowed together. Yeah. And as you watch the series, um, you might find yourself more accustomed to a certain class of heroes. Like, I would say Lancer, the Lancer class is kind of like one of the classes I like the most. Mm-hmm. And um, there was one character that he was Lancer class. He was very noble, and especially in Fate Zero, because he went up against uh, Saber, but you know, I don't really want to tell it, but he was very noble in his fight against her and the way he was like, you know, twirling the spear around, like his skill level, you can clearly see it. And most of these people that, that are servants, they are legendary heroes from the past or in in real life or mythical hmm. to a certain level. So Saber is King Arthur, but in the series, King Arthur is actually a female. It's just that in history books, they always needed a male strong figure, but in actuality, King Arthur was actually a female. So that's why you see her in blue armor, and the sword that she actually carries is Excalibur. Huh. So just... That's crazy. Yeah, so it's a... I mean, it's a real good series. I would say uh, definitely check that out. Um... I know it's on Crunchyroll, Face Day Night, like the first one. 
and that should get you started. And then Face Day Night Unlimited Blade Works. You know, you watch those two, those two, and it guaranteed you. Never steer you wrong. Just like you got me on Yona the Dawn, because I still got to finish that. <laughs> I'm going to get you on the Fate series. I'm going to do it. So I'm going to watch it. <laughs> I'm committed. <laughs> so, um, Also, do you have any other uh, conventions that you plan on going to? Because I know you, you're practicing cosplay and you're getting geared up for another convention. So what else do you think you may be able to make it to? Honestly, I... I don't really know yet. I don't know what's coming up soon, and I don't. I I can't go too far. That's one thing. Um, I'm trying. We're still like I'm new to the whole big conventions kind of thing, so I'm gonna start. I'm gonna try starting off with like conventions that are near me, maybe a couple hours away. Then I'm gonna start going to the bigger out of state conventions. Yeah. I, I I need to do more research and find like one that's close by because I even I even want to attend the ones that aren't as well known and big. I still think it'd be fun to you know just go and get the experience in and be like, hey, I've been to this one. Hey, this is as many this is this is a list of all the cons I've been to. So I I need to do more research on that, but I'm definitely planning to go to one soon, hopefully. <laughs> well, there is a Soda City Comic Con. In Columbia in August. That's also yep. That's also for the listeners out there. It's August twenty fifth and twenty sixth at uh Lincoln Street, Columbia, South Carolina, eleven oh one. So uh basically it's the same area that we had Bonsai Con at. Ooh. I so, like that area. So um looking at the featured guest, um you have Roy Thomas, uh, comic book writer, Freddie Williams, Billy West. He does the voice of Doug, Renee Stimpy, uh, Fry from Futurama. Uh, also, you have Aaron Dismuke, uh, voice actor, did uh, Alphonse from oh, Fullmetal Al- yep, Full Alchemist. You have Kane, professional wrestler, uh, Sergeant Slaughter. Uh, Chad Bowers, comic book writer. I actually met Chad because he's actually from here in Columbia, and he wrote uh, most notable comics like X Men '92 and Young Blood. And Teddy Long, he's also uh, a wrestling manager. So just to name a few, so there is a few featured guests that's gonna be out there. Huh. So I'll definitely check it out. And it's only Saturday and Sunday, so it's kind of like a. Now the size of Bonsai Con pretty much like the same size. Oh, okay. So it's it's decent. Yeah, it's it's not too big, but it's yeah. I got the basis of it now. Yeah, Bonsai Con. It wasn't. It it may have not been big, but it was still a really fun experience for me. Yes, I really. Yeah, I think with the conventions now, um, I think it's more gear. It's going to be geared more towards twenty four hours now because I. Noticed this with uh, Momocon that they had 24-hour gaming, but at the same time, they had the computer gaming area where you can play on the PC, but they were advertising an event like in, in November where their gaming is 24 hours. And yeah. also, there's a, you know, when I was mentioning BlurCon last podcast uh, that me was on, that's, that's in Arlington, Virginia, like the July 29th weekend, 
that convention is 24 hours, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So I'm thinking in the future, these conventions that we, you know, that we both go to are going to be 24 hours. That'd be awesome. Like, it, it, it's no sleep is happening. I was just, you know, <laughs> oh my gosh. Because I, it, the thing is, for the listeners out there, those of you that have never been to a convention, uh, I strongly encourage you to actually go to these conventions. Like, go to the Comic Cons, go to the Anime Cons, uh, check out the Comic Cons or conventions in your area. In your area, I'm sorry. And I do my best to post those events on my website under media updates, and as well as blog posts as well. Because if you are interested in cosplaying, Team Mouse is definitely one of the people you need to talk to. But uh, just go to the convention and check out these cosplays because there's so much work is put in with these costumes and the characters because they, you know, they idolize these characters so much they want to be be the character at least for that day or for that weekend. You know, it's almost like a tattoo. That's one what I was told at Momocon. Once you start, you can't stop. <laughs> yeah. Like if you cosplay one time, it's like, oh man, what I'm gonna wear next? Yep, it it really, really is. I I had no clue that I'd be investing so much money and be as into it as I am now, and be as I'm not gonna, I'm not famous. I'm not famous whatsoever, but as kind of well known as I am, and it's super exciting and it's super fun, and it's also like one of those opportunities I want to take because cosplaying I've always been like a drama kid like I've loved theater and acting and when I got in, more into anime and I got more into the what cosplay was I was like man I want to try that and that's when I realized cosplaying isn't just dressing up as that character it's being that character expressing that character coming alive as that character for the other people out there who either can't or want to but just don't have the ability to or the money to and one of the greatest things about cosplaying is the community is coming together with other people talking about whether you bought your cosplay or whether you made your cosplay how it came together and just you know comparing yourself to other cosplayers and just like man there's so many different ways so many different styles and how you can do it and my biggest thing about being a cosplayer is I want to take this opportunity because I'm I'm of the mixed race. I'm mixed with many things. And I do find that sometimes um, my confidence in doing certain characters is a little bit thrown off. But I want to take the fact that I am a bit well-known and I want to take my cosplaying abilities and kind of combine them together and let people know, hey... No matter what race you are, no matter how small you are, how tall you are, how skinny you are, how big you are, anybody can cosplay. Cosplaying isn't limited to one person. There are so many anime characters out there you can do. You can do anyone you want. And the cosplay, the cosplayer community is honestly filled with some of the most nicest and welcoming people I've ever met compared to people I'd meet walking down the high school school hallways <laughs> so it's very it's a very nice community it's a very nice hobby and mm-hmm. sometimes it's a very nice profession some people take it professionally and hope that one day i will be able to do yeah and um for the listeners out there that is kind of like new to the convention 
you know, cosplaying. You have vast experience in the convention realm. Little do you know, you know, especially with cosplaying and since you yeah, you into the character and you into the people that surround you versus me because I am in it too. But you know, I, I don't really cosplay, but I interact with cosplayers so much because they are so if there's a, such a word. Um <laughs> I was trying to make up a word for for it, but the best word I can come up with is awesome. But um the way the word that they put in, what would you say if you had to write a personal rule book on the do's and don'ts of like conventions? Mm, okay. A do for a convention is do interact. Do talk to people. Do let people say, do allow people to take pictures of you. If someone wants to come up to you and socialize with you, they're like, hey, awesome cosplay, yada, 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 where'd you get it from? Or did you buy it? Do talk to them. Don't hesitate. Don't lie. Do be yourself. Don't pretend to be someone you're not. And I think that's one big thing about cosplay I noticed. I'm not really an introverted person. I've always been a really outgoing person that talks to people. But I noticed that when I'm in cosplay, I'm so much more out there. I'm way, way more outgoing than I am out of cosplay. And I just think it's either be whether it's the nerves or being excited or it's the fact that I'm in so much makeup and I don't even look like my usual self, but do be yourself, do interact with people. Don't lie. Don't hold everything in because you'll just waste the experience. One of the con experiences is meeting people who are similar to you making friends. And if you just, you know, keep everything inside, just stay introverted, don't talk to anyone, you're missing out on one of the biggest experiences. Um, a big do is always be prepared. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't overthink, don't overstress. You just, you know, make a list, you got that list, everything's good, and you're ready to go. There's no need to overthink. There's no need to stress. There's no like, oh, God, I forgot this. This is going to be awful. Oh, God, no one's going to like me. Because the more you overstress, the more you overthink, it just takes the fun out of everything. And that's not why you're there. You're there to have fun. You're there to to find things, meet people. And you overstressing and overthinking about just your cosplay is going to take the fun out of everything. Um, a big do is... Um, get as many pictures as you can. That's one thing I always regret is I feel like I don't take enough pictures. Um, <laughs> don't be afraid to ask people. Like people are a lot more nicer than you think they are. Just be like, excuse me, can I please get a picture? And don't be upset if they refuse because some people are like, you know, they're not comfortable with that. But just, you know, always take the chance. It's all about chances. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think I ever had a bad experience at a convention, like at all. Like not with with people, uh, in general. It's just, um, and Mouse is absolutely right. Do not be afraid to ask for pictures because, I mean, I would say at least ninety percent of the cosplayers out there, they feel like celebrities when people actually ask them for for a picture. You know, I know I catch that vibe. When I always say, hey, can I get a picture with you? And like, yeah, sure. And they'd just be randomly walking. And, you know, with, you know, the cosplayers out there, and, you know, you can correct me if I'm wrong, 
on this malice is that these weekends mean so much because these weekends are not every weekend. Mm-hmm. And, and here comes Sunday, you go through withdrawals. When you when you leave a convention. Oh yeah. <laughs> I forgot oh, yeah. I forgot what the term you use when you come back from a convention and you just kinda like depressed. I think it's post con depression. Post con depression. That's exactly what it was. You you suffer from <laughs> post con depression because your worries is at the door. It's like Think about this. Like you, you go to Vegas. You know, you you hang out at Vegas. You know, you you have fun. You party. You know, you gamble and you do whatever. But but you could and you're into anime, comics, pro wrestling, video games, whatever it is is your niche. You know, you actually go for that, right? So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, sometimes Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You you are immersed in that world for the next three to four days, and your worries is at the door. Anything that you were stressed about is outside. And you deal with that stuff when you get back home, <laughs> you know. But <laughs> it's like when you're there, it's like you're not stressed out. You know, you're having fun. You can't sleep because you're scared you're going to miss something. And and there's never enough pictures. You know, you're always going to have like, dang, I should have took more pictures. I should have took that picture. I should have took that, that picture. It's never enough. Like, I can take, like, 98 to 150 pitches, and I still feel like I missed something. Yep. And just like Malice says, don't overstress because you're there to have fun nonetheless. And also, one thing I will say is if you are planning on buying things, make sure you have a good bit of money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> so, it's going to be something. And like with conventions, there's some stuff that's a little pricey and some stuff that's not. And you have uh, the Artist Alley where you have uh, individual artists that have their original art, which, of course, you know, Orange Phoenix advertises that, you know, wholeheartedly. You know, you want to buy stuff. You want to buy action figures. You want to buy, like, props. You want to buy, like, swords or shields or anime DVDs that's not on any streaming service or Blu-rays. Whatever that's come to mind in Omaga, make sure you have plenty of money. Like, make sure you have a budget set out on what you're going to do. Um, sometimes I see people say, hey, we're going to go there Friday. We're just going to have fun, interact with people. Don't even worry about anything. Just just have fun. Saturday, we're still going to have fun. Play video games, do whatever, and dress up in cosplay. Sunday is kind of like your day to go buy things. Cause that's your... Oh, yeah, because that's when, that's when everyone's starting to pack up and needs to get rid of everything. And they'll, they'll start. And honestly, that's another huge do. Do... Off, make offers always like well will you take this for this much or hey well how much is this going for and are you willing to t- I only have this much money are you willing to do that always make offers don't be afraid to make an offer because they, they you'd be surprised you really would be surprised by how kind some people are yeah yeah very much so like I made a bargain myself when I was at MomoCon I was like hey man that that Blu-ray is a little steep but they're like, hey, I make a deal with you. You can get both of these and you get it for this much. I'm like, oh, okay, that's a deal. You know, so um yes, Malice is absolutely right. Do not be afraid to bargain, <laughs> you know, for whatever you want. And you just never know how nice people are, you know. And you meet so many new friends and, oh, yeah. <laughs> and new followers. Like you are the epitome of that. Cause 
Currently on Instagram, you have what ten thousand seven hundred followers right now. <laughs> yeah. And still growing, and that's since last time me and you spoke. So, um, that that right there, these conventions, it just followers exchanging information and oh i love your cosplay oh you cosplay on the regular oh i can get some tips from you what's your instagram handle what's your twitter handle what's your facebook handle and the rest is history and uh matter of fact kuro cosplay uh where did you meet her honestly i met curl at uh bonsai con and what had happened was my parents, that was one of the cons they went with me on. And they're like, hey, hey, come here. We need you to meet these people. And I walk over, and they're in this group. It was with Margaret, Hunter, and Kuro. They're actually all related. And they're like, oh, this is, uh, this is such and such, such and such. They do such and such. And we were just talking. And um, we were asking them some questions. And it was funny because I hadn't realized that they would actually end up being my ride to um an amazement and i stayed in a hotel with them and interacted with them and we ended up growing a really good bond but not only that i also um when i did my first competition at bonsai con as deku and tiny grapes as odoraka it was the first time we'd ever performed and we actually placed third which is really exciting we were as we were sitting with the other contestants we socialized with them and we talked with them and there was actually this one of the contestants who was a Harley Quinn. And literally right after the um, contest, she walks up. And she's like, hey, do you guys want to go to Starbucks? And we're like, heck yeah. And we all walked together and we all went down to um, Starbucks. And we all just kind of talked along with some other cosplayers. We all exchanged information. And then it just when you meet people, you don't realize the bonds you can grow with them or how much that you guys could benefit from each other. And we're still planning to meet up at other cons. And then it's just, I've met other people through cosplay and through cons that I've met back up with at Animazement. And it was just super awesome. And yeah, it's, I love it so much. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I met, uh, Aaron Yeager at the Charlotte, uh, con, the convention in Charlotte, which is kind of like a sister to Bonsai Con. And that's what I met you and Kuro the same day, and Tiny Grace, pretty much the same day. And had no clue you guys was going to interact with each other and kind of like link up to where y'all did. I'm like, oh, oh crap, y'all actually hanging out at Animazement. I'm like, oh, okay, that's awesome. Uh, and, you know, again, for the listeners that's out there, you know, you never know who you're going to meet and who's going to be your, your new friend, a new best friend, a new associate, or what have you. And it's just like that at the convention. Just like that. Um, you meet new people. and Because outside of that, in the convention sense, sometimes a little bit, I wouldn't say more difficult, but it's a little different meeting someone new outside of the convention. Mm-hmm. versus being at a convention because you have a bunch of like-minded people and you know you might be in cosplay you're going to be in cosplay everybody kind of like in that same mindset and it's kind of like oh man what you have is so cool and you know and the rest is history i would say that mm-hmm. point you get to know people likes and dislikes and, and so on so oh again came out uh, how people can actually reach you and get in touch with you and follow you um um as you said i'm on instagram 
I'm on YouTube. I'm on Musical.ly. I'm not really active on Twitter or Cosplay Amino, but I'm going to try getting into that more. I'm also working on a Facebook page. So I'm getting that together. And, of course, through the Orange Phoenix website. When I'm finishing up some blogs that will be on there soon. And, yeah, that's about it. And you can also email me through my Instagram, too. Just kingmalice with an express at gmail.com. Awesome, 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 awesome. And I am very excited about those two blogs, man, because for all this out here, King Miles has been talking about these blogs for the past few days, and I'm very, very curious on what she has to write. <laughs> so, but she never disappoints in the blog kingdom and in the cosplay kingdom as well. So, uh, be guys, be sure to follow uh, our member King Miles. Be sure to follow Orange Phoenix 2017 on Instagram and also follow us on Facebook under the same name. And we are also on Spotify. So, Orange Phoenix as one word. So, those of you that do not have Podbean, you can actually use uh, Spotify to actually listen to our podcast as well. Um, Anchor, uh, I'm going to ask you to get a little bit more active with Anchor, kind of like do like good mornings, you know, to you guys uh, every morning or midday, lunch and trying to keep you guys up to date. But King Miles, it's been a fun time as always. Of course, I always enjoy myself. <laughs> yep, and for our listeners out here, I hope you enjoy uh, the show this time around and then uh, uh, I am strongly encourage you guys that you never been to a convention. Please, 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 go to your nearest convention. You you will not be disappointed. I agree. So until next time, King. Till next time, take care of yourself. All right. Bye. All right. The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app free for iOS and Android.